I think where I fucked up on this episode is um, I started off talking about a murdered <laughs> environmental activist, <laughs> Timothy Treadwell. And the grizzly's gone, and the caveman's gone. I just love grizzly bears. There's nothing wrong with that. Or abnormal, or mentally retarded, living next to a grizzly bear. Indefinitely. But, um, you know, I think that's where I went wrong in this episode. It kind of put me in this weird, agitated state. I feel like I have the, you know, I think I've been like, I don't know. I don't want to think too much about it. But um, anyway, <laughs> you wouldn't surmise from this, you know, pent up tone that I'm taking that I'm actually quite seeking and calm and responsibility when I'm on the job. I just don't like people sucking up next to me, inquiring whether or not I'm working overtime or what I do or what I don't do or how come you don't talk, boy? You don't talk, boy. How come you don't talk? What's the matter, boy? You don't talk. You know, everyone in my business and shit. But that's the price you pay when you're trying to level up. As I am doing with Noi Productions. I bust my ass as a Joe job, you know, to make that money to put into my production company. One hand washes the other. It's vital. And I bust my ass on the podcast here, JR the P, available on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Vimeo. And um, oh, it's just a blessing. Ain't nothing like, you know, going after it for yourself, swinging for yourself. There's a certain pride in that for sure. <coughs> while, while it's not always noticeable, it's definitely there. So. It's your old chocolate buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan, reporting live for duty on this magnificent October 8th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. with my hat into the foxhole. After watching footage of Timothy Treadwell, it is obvious that he's in some sort of elevated delusion. I see nothing but elation over the bear. Love and fawning over the bear. A somewhat detached delusion. I don't keep fighting for these bears. I don't care. Grizzly maze, ladies and gentlemen. Grizzly maze. You want to know, know a really fun place to visit in the middle of winter? The grizzly maze full of grizzly bears. You know, like a maze. You know, a wooded maze. No entrance, no exit, full of grizzly bears. The funnest place on earth. They wouldn't hurt a fly, ladies and gentlemen, and it's my job to protect them. (laughs) 
something doesn't quite sit right with me, like mocking and, you know, mimicking and insulting a dead man who was ripped to shreds by a grizzly bear, just trying to do his eco-friendly part for the planet. But still, there was something kind of mentally retarded about that Treadwell, wasn't there? Ooh, yep, ooh, yep, ooh, yep, yip yep, yep, At this point, I differ from Treadwell. All I see in the eyes of the bears is an overwhelming disinterest in detachment from human thinking. The world of the bear is vastly different than that of the human. Just the vacuous indifference of nature. Great film, Grizzly Man. Breaks your fucking heart, though. You know, sweet, nice guy like Timothy Treadwell, do-gooder, you know, caring about the bears, caring about the planet. And in the end, you know, but you're going to have to watch it to see. This is a fantastic film. I watched it for like the third time the other night. And uh, Werner, Werner Herzog, one of his bests, you know, major fan, growing in my admiration for him and his work. And, um, you know, oddly enough, um, you know, that Timothy Treadwell character, um, hmm. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that what you want to think of first thing in the morning? Anyways, folks, if you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast, this is a show where I bitch, whine, squawk, bellyache, and kibitz about myself in order to relate to y'all self, y'all the dear listener, y'all the dear viewer, shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs forever. There's a complete detachment and indifference between the world of the human being and the world of J.R. the P. Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. Nothing but the unfeeling indifference of human nature. The show's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Vimeo, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, if you are digging the show, folks, please help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Sharing's caring, folks. You know it truly is. You know, I really can't wring any joy out of that uh, little bit I just did off the top. I thought it'd be fun because I like that song. That song was featured very um, uh, well-timed and delivered in the film Grizzly Man forget the name of the song, but, um, you know. Something like Coyote Moon or something. Coyote Moon is what the song's called. It's been in my head, and I thought I'd, you know, riff on that for a minute, but it just breaks your heart. You know, if you're not familiar with Grizzly Man, the story, Timothy Treadwell, I believe, you know, um, a filmmaker, a grizzly activist, a uh, actor, you know, a fairly accomplished swimmer and diver in his youth as well, you know, touched a lot of people with his work around grizzlies and the environment. Also, you know, creeped people out, you know, like, what's this weirdo doing, you know, sucking around the Alaskan wilderness or wherever the hell it was, you know, and you know, creeping up on them bears and acting like a complete buffoon, like an ignoramus. You're not a bear. That's right, Yogi. I'll tell you something. I like picnic baskets, but I don't like pick a hicks. You know what I mean? Pick a hick? I guess I don't know. Just 
whatever I'm doing what I can here. It's kind of solemn, you know what I mean? Like reminiscing on this shit. Type of shit that makes you stick to your stomach, you know? Anyways, let's drop it. Rest in peace, Timothy. So if you are new to the show, Jonathan Ramsey on the podcast, you know, if you know, if you don't know, if you may or may not know, or maybe you surmised, I am an actor extraordinaire. That's being to the bone, ladies and gentlemen, and damn proud of it. Yeah. You know? Telling you, boy. Something just fucking, you know, clicked, clicked with me. Last little while. Feeling kind of groovy, working on a movie. Yeah, right. But we did nothing. Absolutely butt kiss that day. And I say... You know, been feeling kind of groovy, working on a movie, working on this, working on that. Now, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. Patches, would you knock it off? Patches, where is that damn cat? You know, the little fuckers in heat. You ever hear a cat in heat? Anyway, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but I've been working on some pretty hot and heavy um, actor thespian work past couple weeks. Very excited to tell you about it, but it's a little premature. You know, I don't want to shoot my load quite yet. A little premature. You know, I've been working on some actor projects and, um, you know, fucking poetry in motion. You know, so it's tickety boo, you know what I mean? And kind of weird, you know, I was kind of hibernating, hibernating a bit, kind of like them fucking grizzlies. But, um, uh, you know, back in action, you know, kicking at the cat. Pardon moi, folks. Sip of water, folks. Don't mind me, folks. damn coaster be, you know, riding my ass. You know, you can tell I'm a thespian to the bone, as I said. I even use coasters on a plastic table. Why? Because it's a prop. (laughs) You gotta take care of your props. You know, give me some props for taking care of my props. You know, this faithful old steed, this fucking, you know, folding dinner table that I use as a single man and as a podcaster has served me faithfully here at JR the P. Jonathan Remter and the podcast. And I take care of it. Got my handy dandy coaster for my water. Prop Master General. So anyway, like I said, I've been hot and heavy on the actor trail. And I can't let the cat out of the bag quite yet. But it's some pretty interesting stuff, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, folks, it's really something. And I can't wait to divulge more. More to come. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, actor extraordinaire. Yes, I am also a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yeah, been riding that fucking rail for many a year now. And again, a lot of fruits, a lot of cultivation, a lot of culmination in my world as a comedian extraordinaire. And again, I don't want to, you know, spill the beans, you know, you know, spill the tea, as those fucking retards say these days. Spill the tea. What the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? No, I'm not on one of them little fucking femme-based Talk shows spilling the tea about my this, that, and the other. Though I'd love to be. You know, I mean, I'll take any, you know, invitation I can get. But suffice to say, I think it's a stupid saying, spill the tea. You know, there's a bunch of stupid sayings that just seem to creep into the nomenclature, the culture, the vernacular, you know, of our times. Type of shit that makes you sick to your stomach. But, um, you know, 
as a thespian comedian, I take notice of these things. You know what I mean? It's part of the comedic job. Noticing these little fucking weirdo things and trying to be funny about it. To the best of our abilities, of course. You know what I mean? It's always a buyer beware situation. You know? I ain't here to hold your hand through the whole damn podcast and, you know, if you see me on stage telling a joke somewhere, you know, slinging some jokes, doing the best I can, can't hold your damn hand throughout the whole thing. You know what I mean? Buyer beware. But, suffice to say, I have come around the corner some very interesting things in the comedian vein for yours truly here, J.R. the P. Jonathan Ramcharan, that is. So, more to come. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yeah. What else? Well, as y'all may or may not know, I hail out of Toronto, Canada, Ontario. And um, we are officially in um, certification mode. Vaccine passports. Vaccine passports to enter many endorsed establishments, movie theaters, to be seated at a restaurant, um, workout facilities, um, you know, to to name a few. And these vax ports, these vaccine certifications, um, you know, they're just the latest tool in the ever encroaching and encroaching and encroachment of this COVID-19 hysteria. This shit's been in place since um, September 22nd, 2021. September 22nd, 2021, these vaccine passports took root, took root. Here we are now, October, what is it, 8th? October 8th, things are getting acclimated. I haven't really been paying much attention to it. My sentiments are the same. Yo, weekly, monthly, yearly, till these dumb motherfuckers see clearly. COVID-19 is a political weapon used to disrupt global economies and gain control for whatever nefarious reason. It's overinflated, overreach. Yes, of course, COVID-19 is... Serious. You wouldn't want to catch it from what we know, but the stats are basically the same. 80% of people who contract COVID 19 don't require any special treatment. It affects the elderly, poor at health, overly obese, obese. Children are basically immune or Lacking in side effects or somewhat safe in general of COVID-19, whatever the hell that means. Though they can be carriers. They can be asymptomatic. But whatever the fuck. Is that still cause for shutting down school indefinitely? Shooting our... Well, I don't have any kids. Not that I know of. But, you know, is that still reason for, like, you know, shooting kids up with fucking vaccines and experimenting on them? You know? At the beginning of this pandemic, they said the vaccines were like, what, 24 months away? They banged it out in like, what, 9, 10 months? Now we're just experimenting on people. Well, not me. I'm, I'm not involved in that horseshit, but, you know, the government. So, you know, there it is. And, you know, if you're an overly obese person, God bless you. I'm not just saying, hey, who cares? Let's throw all caution to the wind. No, this is a wake-up call for those in need of, you know, some health refinement to take stock of their health and make some do changes. And much respect to the elderly. You know, you got to have that get up and go, that gumption that brought you to your old ass age. Ain't that right, Sonny? Huh? Sonny? Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Do something. 
Don't lay around in your bed all day bitching and moaning and belly aching about what the new youth, the new times are doing. I want these kids to stay home. Their outdoor activity without a mask on is affecting my retirement. Stupid old fuck, you know? Like, when I'm old and I'm up there in them golden years, I ain't gonna be bitching, whining, and squawking, and belly aching over what, you know, the youth is doing. I don't care. Just sit me down with a fucking plate of gummy bears if my old ass... Well, I guess so. Even if I do lose my teeth, I can still eat gummy bears, right? So there's always a bright future if you're old. You know, gummy bears. You know, I'll dip into a bowl of gummy bears with my toothless skull. Knock back a few gummy bears. Watch some, you know... Bugs Bunny. That's all, folks. I'm Yosemite Sam, the most rootinest, tootinest, shootinest villain in the whole wide west. Oh, you filthy varmint. Now say now, boy. I'm a chicken, boy. Now, boy. I, now, I say now, boy. I'm a chicken. Fufferin' fuckadath. I thought I taught a putty tat. I did. I did see a putty tat. See? My old ass will kick back with a bowl of fucking gummy bears and gumming on a bowl of gummy bears. Watching my fucking Marvin the Martian space modulator. You know? Watching my cartoons, minding my own beeswax. I ain't gonna give a shit what these fucking youngsters are up to. So much respect to the elderly. This isn't some castaway thing like, oh, who cares about the people um, at risk for COVID-19. But the basic point is, anybody's at risk. And you'll always be at risk. Basically, they're talking about it as, you know, the new flu. A COVID-19 season. A situation that won't go away. And vaccinations don't guarantee immunity. People are getting vaccinated, double-dosed triple dose, triple mask, triple dose of fucking vaccines, yet they're still getting infected. Not to mention the heart palpitations, strokes, seizures, blood clot, blood clotting. You know? What the bumbaclut fuck is going on? You know what I mean? Hey. There's something awfully squooey going on around here. Oh, oh, oh. oh that wascoey wabbit. There's something awfully squooey going on around here. Awfully screwy. Here's a fluff piece. You know, because that's what news is, basically. Fake news, okay? What you want to do is drink plenty of bleach, get plenty of sunlight. You're going to be fine, okay? How's my hair? Here's some fake news. Fake news, a fluff piece that basically all news is now. Who knows what's up? Who knows what's down? This is an article from ctvnews.ca. I just wanted to go out, in quotations. I just wanted to go out. A look at what is motivating some Ontarians to get vaccinated now. Toronto. Several months after Ontario's COVID-19 vaccine rollout began, about 20% of eligible residents have yet to get fully immunized against the virus. The Canadian press spoke to people who got a jab at a pop-up clinic in an East Toronto shopping centre this week to find out what motivated them to get their shots. Here are their stories. Person, 21 years old, said, The province's new vaccine certificate system, which kicked in last week and requires proof of immunization at restaurants, dining rooms, bars, gyms, and other venues, pushed him to get his first dose. If I wanted to go out and get some food and sit down, I have to show proof of vaccination, he said. I just wanted to go out. I can't sit at home anymore. Okay, one person's getting um, vaccinated because they can't sit at home anymore, apparently, in their own words. I have, um, I just wanted to go out. I can't sit at home anymore. 
yeah, that's reason enough to let the government experiment on you and, you know, forfeit your basic rights in regards to your own personal health decisions. Yeah, that makes sense. You wanted to go out. You can't sit at home anymore. Another person who lives in downtown Toronto was at the mall clinic for his second dose. He said, just didn't have time to get vaccinated earlier. He also said he wanted to read up on the shots before getting immunized, particularly because the COVID-19 vaccines had been developed so quickly. I read a lot about it and decided at a certain time that I will do it, so-and-so said. He added that he was now advising all his family and friends, even those who live abroad, to get vaccinated. Yeah, so he read up on it, um, was hesitant about it, but caved in under the societal pressure to, you know, become a sheep. Bleep, 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 bleep. And so and so and on and on. These are just basic... Um, the article's a fluff piece. It's a stupid, retarded um, piece of propaganda to push vaccinations. And they're just trying to make it like lighthearted and casual. People are getting vaccinated for every stupid, retarded reason other than um, common sense. So that's basically the point of this piece of shit, fluff, fake news article. Fuck it. I'm not going to read any more of it. Um, that's the type of shit that is um, A-OK, 100% on, you know, various social media platforms. Yet, you know, anything um, approaching reason, common sense, even citing uh, information from the WHO, World Health Organization website, as I mentioned, 80% of people who contract COVID-19 can recover without any special treatment. It affects the elderly, poor health, overly obese, Mentioning things just like that as a deterrent or at least a um, argument, a piece of information in regards to your own personal health decisions, even mentioning those is enough to get you banned or um, canceled or um, censored on social media. Yet this type of retardation is just fine. Some fucking fat fucking retard who wants to go get fucking takeout food decided that he would let the government or the powers that be experiment on him with a vaccination that hasn't been 100% um, studied in regards to long-term effects. It also conflicts with the original narrative that vaccines would take, what, what was it like, something like 20 to 26 months? somewhere in the neighborhood of two years to develop a vaccine at the beginning of this whole shebang. Now we bang it off in nine, ten months and any old swinging dick with nothing better to do than go get takeout food should get vaccinated. Yeah, makes sense, right? So, you know, I don't know. Um, living my life, living my best life, and I will not be bullied. By this fake news mumbo jumbo fucking baloney hogwash. Hit me up with your opinion. JR.thepodcast at gmail.com. Tell me your thoughts and opinions. I mean, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I'm not pro-vax either. I'm like pro-individual choice. Individual choice. Creating your own health strategy based on the information that hasn't changed. Since the beginning of all this horseshit, come to a common sense uh, informed decision for yourself on an individual basis. That's what I'm for. <gasps> Throw me in jail. Hit me up, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Like, I don't know, what do you think about this? You know? Yeah. Um, what else do we got here? You know, ah, it's the spot. Um, yeah. 
So I've recently started a production company, Noi Productions. A production company where I can, you know, wet my beak, you know, continue continue in the vein of podcasts, perhaps get guests, different topics, different structure, maybe venture into audio play, you know, documentary, feature film, the whole wackadoo folks, the whole enchilada, you know, whole kit and caboodle, Noi Productions. And in going with Noi Productions, I've had to, you know, step up to the plate. I mean, one of the running narratives of being a starving artist, and I'm somewhat in that category, I'm an independent artist, actor, comedian, podcaster. As an independent, starving artist, um, there's a romanticism, you know? Struggle for your art, you know? Be a downtrodden, drug-drunken loafer who struggles for their art. Couch surf, smoke pot, be drunk every day, you know? Throw caution and abandon to the wind. The world needs your creativity. When in reality, nobody gives a flying fuck. It's a select few that kind of, you know, shit the bed, take no accountability, meander about sponging and leeching off of people, you know, living on their couch, rent-free, begging for a meal, you know, scuttling about, drunk and high every day. I've, I've been there. I've lived that life. Living life as a grimy, real-life grimy. But now the habit's behind me. You know, I've been down them shithead days. You know, I've done it. And it's a misconception. See, it's a beautiful story if you make it. If you make it. For the struggling artist that makes it, um, it's a beautiful story of adversity and um, overcoming. And it fits into that narrative of la, 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 like fucking Smurf Castle, Smurf Land, you know? We're in Smurf Land where down is up and up is down and, you know, you don't have to work hard for anything. No, you got to bust your ass and nobody cares. It's only a romantic story, the starving artist, if you make it. If you don't make it, then you're just a loser, degenerate sponge, a leech, you know, a shit stain, scum bucket, scum bag. One of those lazy, low-down, shiftless, rotten, spineless, good-for-nothing, layabout, louseabout, leeches, low lives, who figure, fuck paying taxes, fuck paying my way, fuck everything, and the dog. I'm living debt-free, you know? I ain't paying for nothing. I'll just fucking suck the blood off of every person I encounter. Now, I'm really going down the rabbit hole on this, you know, laying into these fucking uh, low lives, but you know the type. And I've been there myself. And that's a romantic notion. Because again, it's only it's only cool if you make it. If you don't make it, then you're just a loser, basically. So, <laughs> that's what I tell myself. The penance I have to pay, you know. I work a Joe job, you know. Bust my ass to pay the bills and, you know, Keep the lights on here at Noi Productions. To, to put myself forward. Rather than, you know, depending on someone to do it for me, is my point. And, you know, things are going tickety-boo. Um, a little anxious for some reason. I was up all night. Like, you know, you're never really far removed from, you know... Dirt, when you come from dirt, you know, bed bug bit me in the ass last night, telling you folks, didn't sleep a wink, you know, literally in my ass, I got two bed bug bites on my ass, you know, woke my ass up at fucking midnight, had to get up and do laundry this morning, so, you know, get bit in the butt by a bed bug, wake up at fucking one in the morning, can't go back to bed, so I'm just like, Listening to shit on YouTube. I'm listening to old radio programs on YouTube. In and out of this dreamless 
awake state, you know, sitting straight up in a fucking, in this chair, in this computer chair that I'm sitting right now. I couldn't go back to my bed. There was bed bugs in it. So I get the clothes and, you know, throw them in the fucking hamper, spray the fucking apartment with bed bug spray. Luckily, you know, um, it was a fairly isolated incident. And again, folks, don't go judging me. Bed bugs are something that are prominent in a big metropolis. You can catch them anywhere. I don't even know where I caught it. Damn thing snuck up on me on a bus or something. Anyway, bring this bed bug home with me. He's biting on my ass all night. Didn't sleep a wink, you know? Fucking bags under my eyes, you know? Forgive the fucking sunglasses, you know? Fucking bags under my eyes. So, you know... Got me in this agitated, anxious state, you know, bitching about starving artists and everything else. And, um, you know, when you come from dirt, you ain't too far removed from it. God made dirt so this dirt don't hurt, you know? Uh, yeah, I'm a fucking scumbag. <laughs> and, um, you know... But I am making my, you know, leaps and bounds forward is the point. So this Noi Productions is, you know, this vehicle that I'm using. And I got to fucking sing for my supper. I work a Joe job, a day gig. Things are going all right. As I mentioned before, I work at a manufacturing factory slash warehouse for office furniture. Tonight, little gig. All right, little gig. <laughs> but it's kind of funny. I've changed so much. I'm really starting to embrace my um, introvert. My introverted side. You know? Major part of my life was being an extrovert. I'm a performer. I was a class clown. A loudmouth. Opinionated. Drunken buffoon at times. Typical starving artist, attention-seeking whore. Anyway, I did that for a minute. Now I'm like embracing this introvert side of me, you know? Not so much as a peep. Not even a chicken peep out of me, you know? Button-lipped. Fucking button-lipped on the job. To the point in which, you know... Hey man, there's a couple Trinidadian, couple Trinidadian, boy, how you doing, boy, and everything be like that, boy. There's a couple Trinis, like yours truly, working at the factory. <laughs> the other day, one of them comes up to me and goes, What you saying, man? What you saying, boy? How come you don't talk? You don't talk, man? What, what you say, boy? You don't talk. Walks right up on me. What's your problem, boy? You don't talk. What you say, boy? You don't talk. I was like, uh, who, me? <laughs> you don't talk. Well, it's not that I don't talk. It's just that I generally reserve it for when I have something to say. A lot of talkers at this factory. This other chick came up to me, you know. She comes up to me and she goes, um, Hey, you know, just giving you a warning. You're a little too quiet. So I'm going to be talking to you. I'm going to be talking to you because you're a little too quiet. You know, like that fucking playful, annoying as hell office banter. So I hammed it up just, you know, to avoid a awkward moment. I was like, oh, well, I've been warned. <laughs> I, get what, I get what she was doing. She was trying to give me a little bit of pep, a little bit of like company spirit, but it's like, Yo, hand me my paycheck, get the fuck out of my face. Kind of like my opinion as a working person. I take accountability to do the job. I care that the job gets done right. I am not there by choice. I am there by necessity. Therefore, I am to be efficient and um, hassle-free. And it's a hassle talking to every ignoramus that wants your fucking attention. What you matter, boy? You don't talk? What's the matter, boy? You don't talk. This boy don't be talking. You, you, you don't be talking, boy. What you buy? What you don't talk? Who me? I run my yap constantly. 
You know, the last thing I want to do is go to work talking about shit I don't care about. You know, for example, this is a holiday weekend coming up. Now there's option for overtime this holiday weekend. Well, doy, no. The answer's no. Who the fuck does overtime on a holiday long weekend? There's no point to it. It's just your fucking boss trying to flex their muscle. Now, 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 now. Some things need to get done, and I understand there's an obligation and a duty and working hard and be ba da ba da ba da but fuck off. Thanksgiving weekend? You have the audacity to hassle your employees to work overtime? They were already into our ass for a fucking donation. They're like, we're doing a food drive for the local food bank. Make sure to bring in a preserved food item. So I haul in the fucking peanut butter, the fucking beans, and it was a fucking haul, man. I got like fucking five, ten pounds of fucking canned beans and fucking peanut butter that I haul into the fucking food bank drive, you know, as if that wasn't enough. Now they want me to work fucking Thanksgiving weekend? Type of shit that makes you sick to your stomach. Then I got employees turning around, you know. Are you working overtime this weekend? Are you are you working overtime this weekend? I was like, no, unfortunately not. Uh, no. Oh, well, I'm working overtime this weekend. I It's like, I've never once worked overtime in my life with the thought of what the other man is doing. If I work overtime, it's because I can do it and it is of benefit for me, which in turn serves the company. But it's not about what my peers do or do not do. I don't care. I'm not interested in what the next man does. I'm focusing on me. Right? That being said, myself and the duty that I have to my employer. You know, I'm not there just to siphon and leech and, you know, humdrum my way through a paycheck. I'm committed to a hard day's work. I care that the job gets done right. But I have a separate life. Overtime is if I want to do it. And if I do it, it's for me. All right? Sorry that you don't own my soul. Isn't it enough that I show up with a good attitude, willing to work? Now, you might not surmise that from the pissed off nature I seem to be taking. I think where I fucked up on this episode is um, I started off talking about a murdered <laughs> environmental activist, <laughs> Timothy Treadwell. And the grizzly's gone and the caveman's gone. I just love grizzly bears. There's nothing wrong with that or abnormal or mentally retarded living next to a grizzly bear indefinitely. But, um, you know, I think that's where I went wrong in this episode. It kind of put me in this weird, agitated state. I feel like I have the, you know, I think I've been like, I don't know. I don't want to think too much about it. But um, anyway, <laughs> you wouldn't surmise from this, you know, pent-up tone that I'm taking that I'm actually quite seeking in calm and responsibility when I'm on the job. I just don't like people sucking up next to me, inquiring whether or not I'm working overtime or what I do or what I don't do or how come you don't talk, boy? You don't talk, boy. How come you don't talk? What's the matter, boy? You don't talk? You know, everyone in my business and shit. But that's the price you pay when you're trying to level up. As I am doing with Noi Productions. I bust my ass as a Joe job, you know, to make that money to put into my production company. One hand washes the other. It's vital. And I bust my ass on the podcast here, JR the P, available on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Vimeo. And um, oh, it's just a blessing. Ain't nothing like, you know, going after it for yourself. Swinging for yourself. There's a certain pride in that, for sure. <coughs> while, while it's not always noticeable, it's definitely there. So. And, uh, 
you know, this has been a very interesting past couple of weeks with um, the challenges and the opportunities and the in motion, in progress things going on with my production company and my acting, comedy, performing life and uh, the necessities of my daily upkeep with my manufacturing warehouse factory job and what that does is play upon my ego which is um, ideally to be laid to waste to die from my ego to cast it away and be myself truly not be moved by the careless words and thoughts and actions well I can't really gauge people's thoughts but you know the careless words and comments of those around me and to not be moved and dissuaded and aggravated by the thoughts of my imagination. You know? The never-ending bombardment, bombarding of fantasy. Just the thoughts that are in your head and the emotions and how baseless they are. Examples can be like, you know, people who catastrophize. This is going to go wrong. That's going to go wrong. It's all in their head. That person, I don't like them because of this reason and that reason. It's probably all in your head. You read a, cert- you read a certain situation a certain way. That's how you read the situation. Therefore, that's what that person meant by what they said or the actions they took. You make that assumption. You believe into that lie. And now that becomes your world, your reality. Remember when so-and-so said that to me at work? Fuck them. I hate them. Now you got this cloud of anger and assumptions on your heart. And every time you bump into that person at work, it just brings it up. You feel it in your chest. It's like that feeling when you're craving a cigarette. You know, that that hot burning sensation in your chest. Believing into a lie. You know? So, whether it's being affected by the words and thoughts and judgments of others, or inflicting your thoughts, words, and opinions on others. That whole world of ego and overcoming it. To get right with God, to get right with oneself, to get right with your fellow man. Not always easy, folks. Type of shit that makes you sick to your stomach. Half the time, these retards aren't even worth it. They ain't worth the hassle. You know, bending over backwards to understand what that fucking moron is trying to say to you. And all of that. Pardon me, folks, there's like all this fucking traffic going on outside my apartment window. But all of that is. um, Business. Dealing with people. Portraying yourself in the world. Going after yours. Investing your time, money, and attention wisely. Very important stuff. Food for thought. And I'm growing in it. For sure. And uh, I am on the eve. I'm on the uh, precipice of some very um, 
long-awaited opportunity and hard work and determination culminating together. And uh, I want to stay focused to run with the ball. Notice I didn't say balls. You know, that'd be a little weird. I ain't trying to run with no balls, boys. But I want to stay focused to run with the ball. And um, alley-oop. You know what I mean? And uh, feels good. And I wish all the best to you and yours this holiday Thanksgiving weekend. Now, I ain't going to upload this until like well over Thanksgiving. Like I said, I'm busy. It's another thing with business. You never get a free moment. Like literally, I wake up, jump out of bed, take a shower, off to work, off to do this for the podcast, off to do this for Noi Productions, off to do this for my comedy, off to do this for my acting. Never ends. You know? You're looking at the fucking owner, operator, performer, the whole wackadoo, the whole kit in the caboodle, the fucking janitor, the fucking cook, the fucking everything for Noi Productions. You know? Now, granted, I've met some great people that I've, you know, contracted out for various things. And I do get the blessings from God and the universe and, you know, this loving God that, you know, is hell-bent on making a man out of me or something. You know what I mean? I do get these blessings. But still, you know, exhausted. You know what I mean? (laughs) But not really. Uh, So, again, I extend that out to you this Thanksgiving weekend, whenever the fuck you see this, if you see this, and um, yeah, keep on rocking in the free world. Hallelujah. It's your old chuckle buddy. Chuckle buddy? Chalk buddy? It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan, reporting live for duty on this magnificent October 8th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Yeah, big things, big, big things going on here. Feels good. Facts, ports, vaccination, certification, suck a dick. The show is available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Vimeo, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com. And again, as always, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs and chuckles, gags and guffaws, chortles, please help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Till next time, folks. You live it. You love it. You realize it. A'ight? The best is yet to come. Peace.